Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone. It's Donna and Steve, the Monday edition of the program. That means coming up at 11.30 this morning, Money Monday with Steve Patterson. Indeed. uh, We have got some people, even in like big, fancy corporate style jobs, who during the pandemic secretly started working two jobs. Mm. It's a little tricky. To Can't pull wait it to off. Hear that. Sounds like even working, you know, like for competitors. So, but there's a website about how to pull off two jobs at the same time. So, we'll talk to you about that. All right. Very exciting stuff. Now, you were going to tell us about Malice at the Palace. Yeah, Donna, you should watch this. It's, uh, it's okay. interesting. It's, only, it's maybe 70 minutes, I oh, think. Oh, I could do that. And this is all about the player's perspective. Of the Malice in the Palace, as it's known. This is the 2004 Indiana Pacers-Detroit Pistons game. They had faced off in the playoffs the year before. Things got really physical, really chippy. And toward the end of this game, Ron Artest, an Indiana Pacers player, delivers a hard foul to Ben Wallace, a Detroit Pistons player, now Hall of Famer. Ben Wallace turns and shoves Ron Artest hard. So then people start shoving and pushing. This happens in basketball from time to time. Ron Artest goes, and he was a kind of a loose cannon. He then went and laid down on the scorer's table. And he lays there. He's got his hands behind his head. And he said he had been working with a therapist at the time that said, before you do anything, always just do the count to five. So he said that's why he went and laid on the scorer's table, just like, I'm just going to take a breath here. While he's doing that, some fan throws down a cup of beer, lands right on Ron Artest's chest to which Ron Artest immediately stands up from the scores table and charges the fan that he thinks threw the beer at him from there chairs are thrown uh, all sorts of beers and everything are thrown at players a couple fans even come down onto the court like with their dukes up put them oh, up no. Sick them up yeah to which Ron Artest then proceeds to punch that guy right oh, in the no. face you hear from that fan who charged Ron Artest on the court in this. You hear um, from previous interviews the guy who actually threw the beer. So there's all of this drama, but the players say we got, everybody just said we were thugs, but it wasn't like that. Like, what would you do if you were us in that situation? Here's a little bit of the trailer, and tell me if this wins you over. A fight broke out between the Pacer team and the fans in the stands like a powder keg. From the corner of my eye, I see it coming. The beer. Some people have control. I don't. Our test is in the stands! They 
you want to blame us? These guys are thugs. Fans have such an emotional investment. There is a darkness there. Was worried about their perception. It cost all of us everything. The palace had a VHS tape for each and every camera. I want the story out there. Go frame by frame. If you actually knew what happened, you wouldn't even be asking questions. Turns out after that, the uh, there's a fight amongst the Pacers players in their locker room. Oh, no! Because they really? ended up getting frustrated with each other. Like, how could you get us into this jam? Oh, no. But many of the players um, say, like, look, we th- what would you do if one of your friends got something thrown at him? Now you're just going to, like, defend yourself. So then Ron Artest instinctively ru- charges into the stands. And now it's Ron Artest versus fans. But you got a bunch of fans there and you got one Ron Artest, which is why then Jermaine O'Neal... And uh, his teammate and Steven Jackson, his teammate, rushed to his support and then started helping him. And Steven Jackson, you heard this in the documentary, says, look, how I grew up, I'm a loyal friend. And if ever somebody steps to a friend of mine, I will then be the first to stand up and try to defend them. And all we saw was this arena full of people. And I'm going to go stand with my brother and I will I will fight. Now, not everybody would see that the same way. But it's interesting hearing that you hear from the guy who threw the bottle in fact, you hear from this old Detroit local news interview, and they asked the guy, did you feel bad when you realized you had thrown the beer, Ron Artest came up and pushed you aside and started attacking the guy next to you? Right, right. And he said, no, I didn't feel bad. I felt relieved. And this guy comes across in that interview as such a bag, just like a jerk, not caring at all that some schmo beside him is now getting punched in the face by Ron Artest. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 just crazy. And they there was so much leading into it. So about the first 30 minutes is the setup of here's what you need to know about this team, how it was assembled, and how it all led to this perfect storm. And then the last hour... Um, you know, or, you know, 40 minutes really, really gets moving. So I would totally watch this. It's called Malice at the Palace, uh, and it is on Netflix. And I heard about it because my brother was texting me. Scooty was texting, saying, did any of you watch the Field of Dreams game last week? Mm-hmm. It was so good. And then he started talking about other sports documentaries. What do we know about the Field of Dreams aftermath? Well, first of all, um, our old buddy, I am Grant was like dying to talk about this because he's a huge baseball fan, knows the whole history of this, loves the movie Field of Dreams, which, by the way, in the aftermath of the uh, broadcast of that game, um, the movie actually moved up from the Movers and Shakers chart Mm. on Amazon from the mid-3000s, as far as a ranking goes, to number six. So presumably that crazy magical ending to that game really inspired people to go and pick up the the DVD. So that's pretty cool. I bet there were a lot of people from a younger generation who have never seen that movie. Right. And we're learning about the lore of it all. And uh, it makes me want to watch it again. Yeah. I know. I get it. Me too. Totally. Um, And by the way, that game... Which, again, dream ending for Chicago White Sox fans. Unbelievable. Walk-off home run. The Nielsen ratings were a dream for Fox. That that game, that win for the the White Sox over the Yankees, was the most watched regular season baseball game on any network in 16 years. No way. That is since the Yanks... 
wow. uh, played the Red Sox in 2005. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that's really good. Maybe they need to do more, like, exciting, kitschy, gimmicky games like that. You know, I, I think so. I think that they could, uh, in the same way, I heard somebody say, like, I want to see him play in front of Mount Rushmore now. And I want to... The NHL has done this where they have taken their game. They do this hockey classic outdoors at a venue. I think it's around New Year's Day. And so now you have these two teams that are playing with a backdrop that you wouldn't normally see in open-air stadium as the snow's coming down. Sometimes they have to battle some unseasonable sun. But it seems different, and the tune-in goes up because it doesn't look the same. They're doing a Field of Dreams game next year at that same location. I don't know if it... It's not going to have the same impact, right? The first time, right. the magical ending, the come from behind, all of that. But some other venues that they could go to that would be really good for baseball. Yeah, like how about you just do a, you know, a, a game every few weeks from another movie location? You know, a league of their own. Where go did to they, that location. Where did they shoot uh, Major League, those movies? Yeah. You know? Do all of that. But also, you know, like you could set up a, a, a makeshift field in Washington, D.C. Could you do it somewhere where you have like the Washington Monument behind you? You could do like some patriotic kind of things in the middle of summer. I don't know. I don't know. We're still workshopping it. Yeah, clearly. Get off our backs, man. <laughs> yeah, why don't you guys shut it? Um, anyway, congrats to uh, Major League Baseball and the whole Field of Dreams team. Yeah, and feels feels good for Kevin Costner, too. Don't forget, he'll be out at the Minnesota State Fair mm. less than two weeks away. When we come back, we've got a uh, couple of studies. Gen Z consumers are doing more of this when it comes to their wardrobe. Also, if you have a lot of band t-shirts from concerts you've gone to they've got a list the top 10 most famous uh band t-shirts the most popular that are out there i have one and it didn't make the list we'll get into that when we come back it's don and steve on my talk hey good morning welcome back you're listening to the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment you're my buddy boo hey it's good to be with you guys i uh coming up in just 12 minutes Money Monday. People are very excited. We've had a lot of people I see gathering outside of the building, clapping. <laughs> okay. About it. Um, by the way, I'm back in the video room, guys, so you can let me in. I oh, accidentally I oh, exited hey, the browser. Dude. Sorry, right, guys. Rocco's going to get on Sorry. it. Sorry. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we do have a YouTube channel. Indeed, and we do. Um, various segments of all of the shows uh, end up on there. Yeah, and uh, Lori and Julia uh, talked about this. Uh, the morning show was teasing them. I talked with Lori as she was realizing it, that they thought the whole show was live streamed. So I am Grant told me that Lori was like bringing in props a lot and like holding them up to the camera all the time and kept <laughs> saying in real time, if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, so we had to tell her that that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. She's doing fine. She rebounded. <laughs> She's <laughs> still mad at you guys? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, probably. You know, I've always viewed um, Lori this way. First of all, with a lot of fear, she intimidates me. But, you know, I feel like on a scale of 1 to 10, on my best day, she's only going to like me about a 6. And I'd have to be really, really crushing it. I'd say that's probably most people. Studies have shown that... (laughs) Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Wait a minute. 
At first, I thought that was uh, you were making fun of Lori, and now I think you're making fun of me. Uh, That is correct. Dang it. (laughs) Well, I think it goes both ways. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Hmm. Good times, guys. Yeah, whatever. Good times. Um, So, Generation Z consumers apparently are not buying new clothes a whole lot lately. Mm. A new study finds that mm, adults in that category of demographic are more willing to rent clothes instead of owning their own wardrobe. I believe my friend Amy told you about this when she co-hosted Twin Cities Live. Um, Yeah. She is renting. I believe Elizabeth Reese was also doing this. Yeah, my wife does this, too. Okay, so there you go. Um, Apparently, people are renting their wardrobe more than buying new clothes because you get to wear them and then send them back for a monthly fee. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is great if you're going places. You know, like I, the past year would not have made any sense to be taking part in this. But if you're somebody who, you know, say like Elizabeth, every day she's Mm -hmm. on TV. Right. Why not have something new to wear? Something where you're not like, oh, God, did I wear this on the show before? How long ago was that? You just send it back and you get new stuff. And, you know, they usually have an option where for a nominal price, if you love it, you can buy it. So you try it, you're loving it, and you say, you know what, I'd like to wear this shirt more than one time. I'll pay the $10, and now that shirt is mine. My my wife does this. She does it with a brand called La Tote. Okay. La Tote. La Tote. And uh, I think it's like 60 bucks a oh, month. Oh, that's pretty good. Maybe 70 um, I know the one that Amy uses, um, your buddy Amy, let's call her Amy Blames for sake of the conversation. Hers is more expensive than that, because I was asking her about yep, hers it. hers is um, newly. Newly, okay. Yep, N-U-U-L-Y, I believe. And how, you, Donna, you, you get this Russian wartime clothing from where? <laughs> You're so funny, Steve, and very insulting. Um, <laughs> actually, I, I have to try things on. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people who can buy something online. And I mean, I'm just like, please fit, please fit, please fit. Right. And if it doesn't look right if it fits but looks weird i have no use for it yeah i like to go to the store and actually try everything on before i leave you know i think you can answer a bunch of questions that explain things even some measurements sure so that they can kind of tailor stuff to you but it is fun you know getting a box and it's like oh Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Some of them are blind. You just open the box, see what they've sent you for the week. Um, others are, you go through and pick. I want this, I want this, I want these two tops and this skirt because I have an event coming up or something like that. Yeah. It's kind of a cool thought. I think it's a really great concept. I think it's a really great business model as well. And I think a lot of these people in this demographic, yes, they want to be fashionable, but they also are into the recycling aspect because Mm -hmm. it's also has something to do with the planet because a lot of things end up in... You know, they end up in... It's a very generic way of saying it. It has something to do with the planet. (laughs) Saving the planet because a lot of these things don't get recycled. They end up in, what do you call them? Landfills. That's it. Yep. There you go. I now have a list of the top 10 most popular band t-shirts. Number one on the list. Have you already looked at the list? I know what the number one is. Rocco, do you, do you think you know the number one band T-shirt? Number one band T-shirt. So, and, and think think rock band. Okay. Most Led popular. Zeppelin. Mm, not, good guess. Not Led Zeppelin. Stones. Stones didn't even make the top ten. All right, that's shocking. And I have that's the only band T-shirt I have. I got it from Target. I have one too. I have a Stones T-shirt, a Doors T-shirt. Nice. A Melissa Etheridge. Oh, come to my window. And that's the only one I got at an actual concert. Number number one on the list, ACDC. Oh, sure. Most I popular. Would, even Metallica, I would think, would be in the running. Uh, Aerosmith is number two. I'll rattle off three through ten here. Queen, oh. Pink Floyd. Oh, I love Pink Floyd. Green Day. I love Lamp. Bob Marley. Yes. Foo Fighters. The Beatles. Prince comes in at number nine. And cracking the top 10, a modern-day artist, Ariana Grande. Oh, wow. Ahead of the Rolling Stones. Good for her. That's exciting. Uh, When we come back, it is a Money Monday. Some people are working two jobs out there trying to retire quicker. We'll tell you how to do it uh, in a smart way in the website. You can go do to help with all that. That when we come back. It's the Don and Steve Show on my talk. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on this money Monday. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. <laughs> now Donna, you've said the only thing that matters at the end of our lives is money. <laughs> and so I think that you might really like this. Okay. Um, I had you, oh gosh darn it, I had you um, subscribe to a newsletter with me because I wanted us to develop a bond, and it was called The Morning Brew. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> okay. It's about, it's about like business, money, techie stuff. Rocco, you might like it. Okay. And it, it's it's nicely, it's an easy read. They give you four or five different topics and an easy-to-read email. You feel like you're kind of in the know on some things. But usually one of them is sort of an interesting non-news-related item. It's not current event heavy in that way. 
And the title of it says, Two Jobs, One Person. Here's how it reads. And I thought, this is an interesting thing that I didn't totally know about. We've all got that one friend who used the pandemic as cover to work two jobs at once without telling their employers either. Oh, Oh, and Mm. if you don't, they do exist. The Wall Street Journal talked to six white-collar workers. So this is, again, corporate kind of stuff, Wall Street kind of stuff. Six white-collar workers who are secretly juggling two remote jobs at once. It is legal to do, according to employment experts, though obviously if you're found out by either side, you're likely to be fired. And I guess this is because it's not like you have a paper route in the morning and you are a server at a restaurant at night. This sounds more like it's working with two competitors, okay? Okay. So imagine if you were doing this with my talk, and then right after, you walked down the hall to KS95 and hosted their noon to three show. People would be up in arms. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call them a competitor because we work for the same company. You're right. We're all under the same umbrella. We are family. Here is how it works. Some of the workers told the Wall Street Journal that they use color-coded browser windows or multiple devices to keep their tasks separate. First of all, didn't know that you could do color-coded browser windows? That feels like that would be helpful for me Yes, me to too, know. so Just, I don't have to print everything. Yes, this oh, would be great. Why don't you find out how to do that? Well, um, you know, I'm going to tell you about a website that can help with all this. There are slip-ups that can happen. Again, we're talking about white-collar workers holding two jobs in the same industry at the same time. Um, one double-dipping employee said that they unmuted a speaker while on simultaneous meetings, and for about five seconds, a meeting at one job could hear the meeting at the other job. Oh, no. That's not a great thing. You don't want to get found out in these situations. They say some multiple job employees said that they were emboldened by overemployed. This is a website dedicated to helping people work two jobs at once and achieve financial freedom. On the site, you find blog posts like, how to set low expectations at your two remote jobs, and 12 rules for working two remote jobs. Rule one, don't talk about working two jobs. Bottom line being, while offering remote positions can open up new talent pools for employers, it can also lead to apathy in employees and a sense of disconnect from their jobs. All that to say, um, I ended up going over to that website, overemployed.com, And it says right at the top, Donna, welcome to the secret door to financial freedom. Because you can do it remotely. And if if you're in a brick and mortar and you're there for 8 to 10 hours a day, it would be hard to work for someone else during that same time. If you're at your dining room table and you're just checking in on things on the computer, as long as you can keep that clearly divided... You could be answering emails from both companies, responding to things, even, as that one person said, sitting in on these meetings and making essentially double what you would normally make. Wow. Your thoughts? I mean, unless there's some kind of clause in in some kind of agreement that you have with employer number one, Mm -hmm. I mean, who's to say I don't have a part-time job and I'm moonlighting? Right. I, I guess I would have to check my contract and see if I'm allowed to work another job. I suppose this is more of a thing just in that white-collar area. Yeah, the 9 to 5 kind of. Yeah, because in many sectors of the world, for normal folks, we if you're working two jobs, 
you're hustling, everybody knows about it, you're doing your best to make whatever money you can. Whereas this sounds like, the article makes it sound like it's coming from competitors, where then a competitor Got could get it. an advantage. and Which is, feels yeah, that feels really unethical. Yeah. Okay, but I was going to say, like some really good side hustles that come to mind mm-hmm. for me, obviously Uber and Lyft, right? Yep. You can still do that and have your full-time job. DoorDash, Grubhub. Oh, yeah, good ones, Steve. Um, 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 Rover.com, you can dog sit. Oh, okay. Um, and get paid for it. Again, you can work on your own time, your own availability. Mm-hmm. Um, tutoring. Tutor. Tutor. English as a second language. Okay. I don't know if you can just do that unless you're trained. I don't know. I don't know. I think there are even a lot of... Um, oh goodness, what's the word? Oh, administrative jobs that even pre-pandemic, if you get hooked up to the right website, just some clerical work that you can do from home. That, that yeah, and it makes you fifteen to thirty dollars an hour, I think, in many cases. Yeah, and then it's just some of that. So if you happen to, you know, I don't know, some people really enjoy doing that kind of stuff, like clerical work and very specific organizational work sure. makes them feel like they're flexing that muscle. Um, that's an option out there. So, Thanks, Steve. yeah, you got it there, pal. You know, it's interesting. I was I saw where you were going with this, and I well, I thought I saw where you were going with this, and I started watching a new show. I don't know if it's a new show or not, but it's called um, it's called My Unorthodox Life. Okay, and it is about this woman named Julia Hart, who. She's telling her story, and she lived, I believe, in um, Muncie, New York, and she lived among, you know, this uh, Orthodox Jewish community in, gosh, I've watched a bunch of stuff on, on, on that community, like in Brooklyn, and the women basically are not allowed to work. They're not allowed to show, like, even a, like a shoulder out in public. Oh, okay. She started... She knew she was good at selling, so she started selling life insurance on the down low. Um, oh. This is a totally different situation, but she started doing that and eventually made enough money to break out of that suppressive environment with her kids. And now she's like the head of elite modeling agency in New York. And it's just this amazing story about how if you've got determination yeah. and you're resourceful in that way, you can, you can do anything when it comes to making some extra money and changing your circumstances. How about this? Here's another thing that you could do. There was an article today about ways to save money on travel hacks, but the, uh, within the article, it took me to a website called Turo. .com. You ever heard of Turo? T-U-R-O. No, I'm going to look right now. This is where you could put your own car up to be rented. So rental cars are very difficult right now. Costco's yes. got an option. Brilliant. But Turo, you can rent out your own car, especially if you have a second vehicle. So I just put in Minneapolis and uh, from 818 until 821, three days. How about this? Like a Tesla Model Y 2021, $141 a day. Now that's a lot. But they have luxury vehicles that you could do, as well as some other ones. I mean, there are, you know, you could get a Volkswagen Golf 2016 that's 48 bucks a day. But if you wanted to just, like, drive a Tesla 
for a day. You could do that. They've got a Polaris slingshot. Have you ever seen the thing that goes by you on the highway that looks like a Batmobile? Yeah. That's called a Polaris slingshot. Uh-huh. They've got one there, uh, $124 a day. That would be fun to just have on a day that you knew was going to be really nice. That's really amazing. I didn't know this was a thing, but I have... Follow-up questions that Please. you probably can't answer. I'm almost certain I can't. I want to know about insurance. Like, do I have to get my own insurance? Because then that would jack up the price. Yes, yeah, right? right. Or do they do they provide me with insurance? I guess I would have to talk to my insurance agent. Oh, boy. And say, if I'm driving someone else's car, am I covered? Okay, now Jake from State Farm is involved. It's a three-way call. This already is too complicated, Donna. Sorry, I blew up, man. By the way, the slingshot, I think, is an automatic transmission. If it's stick, I am out, because I don't know how to do it. (laughs) Steve, we should learn together. Mm, No, we shouldn't. Steve. No, I don't want to learn how to drive a stick shift with you. Why not? Be a good radio bit. We take video. Hannah would be excited. By the way, Hannah's back in the office. Oh, Tara said hi. No. <laughs> I'm looking to see if this includes uh, insurance or not. I'm looking at the Batmobile, at the slingshot. Wouldn't it be sweet if I drove in in a slingshot one day or told one of my kids, like, hey, get in. We're going to go on a ride in a slingshot. Yeah, that would be exciting for your kids. Manual transmission. Son of a gun. You know what? I think that that's a little close-minded of them. <laughs> But that's the whole point of a sports car, is to feel it and you know, know. switch gears and be like... Boy, a BMW X5? Gosh, there are some nice cars out there. I'd like to upgrade my vehicle, please. I would, too. I think I'm ready. I'm starting to feel a little more like a... start spending some money. Lamo. Yeah, you've got gobs of money. You just need to start... You need to let me buy a car with your money for you. I would love to do that. I bet you would. Anybody would love to do that. Spend someone else's money. No, but I would spend it for you. Oh, thank you. Give me, give me qualification. Like, what's our, what's our limit on what we want to spend for a car? Give me a range: thirty to forty thousand, forty to fifty. Is that how much cars cost now? Like thirty grand? They're oh no no no! You can hardly get a car for thirty grand. What? Well, then I'm never buying new ever. Yeah. Well, what's up with that? Really? I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? I, I don't want to spend more than like eighteen grand. I'm going to see if I can find your, I'm not going to say what your make and model is. No, but I'm going to, no, just to show you brand new, um, what it would be like okay. a 2022 version of it. Um, oh, you know what? Yeah, yours, you could get yours for like between 26 and 36. That's good. Damn. That's but like a if lot you want money. Why are they so much money? I see these Tahoes driving around. These people drop 70K on these Tahoes. What? Yes. Never. I would never. We got to go. That's been Money Monday. We all learn things about money. Thanks, Steve. Get yourself a second job and retire early. All right. Going to do it. I don't have the grid open, so you have to say what's coming. All righty. When we come back, there is a dad who set a trap for his son who's been sneaking out. We'll let you listen to that. Um, And a little Jason Momoa news, if you're into that Greek god-looking kind of a thing. We'll dig in when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment along with DJ Rock Lobster. Now, DJ Rock Lobster, you are going to be making your live True. debut on Twin Cities Live 
in a studio. Um, how are you feeling? You're going to be running the College of Pop Culture Knowledge for us, more or less right off the top of the show, you know, about five minutes into the show. Okay, how are good you to know. Yeah, what do, I got to know all these things. Or I got to get my makeup done and mm. tweak my mullet. Yeah, tweak the mullet. <laughs> um, I could curl it if you want. Okay. We, Thanks. We uh we do not have a makeup artist. Okay, great. And so uh but your beard is great. That's people that helps a lot. You Good know. To know. Yeah, I've already turned uh, yeah, in my questions. Yeah, it helps hide your face. <laughs> Donna. You've already turned in your questions? Yeah. Oh, uh, God, Christian has some questions. And we do have a tiebreaker or no? We did. I, he said I couldn't do uh, a musical one, so I I did more of one of our prices right. Oh, that's fine. Oh, okay. Without that's going good. Over Okay. Sort of thing. Rocco, I what hope now? these are softballs. I hope you're not going to just be all hipster on us again. Can we have a hint? Don't tell us the topic. Mm. Could we have a hint it's, as to what it will be? It's something that's going to give Donna hope. Oh. oh it's going to be country. like spittoons and <laughs> 80s trivia. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's something that you guys are going to both know a lot about, but I think... Celebrities who wore spurs. Yeah, something like that. Okay. All right, whatever. Anyway. So cool. So so this will be on a little after three. Is that the deal? Yeah, three o'clock. We'll open. We'll start with the bin of manuals. Uh, bin. Oh, I sent her that, too. I sent... I sent oh, I um, found another Christian. manual, by the way. Did you create a bin of manuals intro? Yeah, I think I could play Oh, could we it. hear it? Yeah, um, <laughs> this is great. Let me... Here we uh, go. Um, looking for it okay here it comes right when we slide it onto the host it's time to open Open. donna valentine's bin bin of manuals Manuals. (laughs) (laughs) the coughing the coughing is really great yeah yeah let's hear it again okay it's time to open open donna valentine's bin bin of manual manuals. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, great. you guys are a riot, I tell you. Oh, uh, so so if you stuff. love the Don and Steve show, you can see the TV version of it today, 3 o'clock on Channel 5. You can set your DVR, watch it later as you unwind, whatever you want to do, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Lots and lots of fun, Stevie. Uh, okay, so um, this is kind of cute. Apparently, um, this is making its its way on the interweb. There is a dad who realized his son was sneaking out at night, climbing out of the window, and then going and hanging out with his friends. And so he set up a trap for his son when he came back into the house. And he comes home. it, It appears that this kid's got somebody else with him, but he comes home to hear this. Hi, Jesse. Next time, just say you want to go out so you don't need to climb through a window with all your friends. I hope you had fun, were safe, and didn't crack your pants when I started talking. I may go viral on TikTok with this. Thanks for the content. <laughs> Wait. I love you. I love you. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. That's actually the funniest thing. That's the funniest thing ever. Isn't that great? That's great. Oh, man. That's fun. What a journey. (laughs) His dad has a sense of humor, so that's cool. Yeah. Apparently, the lights turned on, and then that message uh, came from a smart speaker. Oh, that's funny. Oh, good times.
Thank you. I don't for know. Steve, you'll need to know this. Uh, yeah, for his TikTok page, um, you might want to make note of that for when Addy gets to be like what fourteen or so. No, not fourteen. You psycho. No, no, it's okay. Stretch your hamstrings. No, it's not going to happen. I don't even know if I would go as creative. I hope that I have some creative vibes in me with that kind of stuff. I have a feeling that I could be much more like, hey, let's talk about the rules here. Do you understand? Oh, yeah, that's not going to go over well. Steve, you know who Steve is probably like? Did you ever see The Sound of Music? And the guy, the father, has the whistle, and all the kids line up. (laughs) And they have to, yes, sir! Yes, sir! (laughs) No, no, I'm laid back! A nun is going to have to intervene at some point to take care of the kids. Uh, I think that's how Jason used to describe our family, the Von Trapps. There's so many kids. It's just the whole thing. Now we got a dog. That's great. There's a lot of kids. That's great, you guys. How uh, how often are you trimming the dog's nails? Not often enough. Not often enough. And we don't take them on walks often enough either. You got to do that early, you know, because otherwise. I know. Then the quick quick grows out longer. Yeah. I just hear him click clacking all around. I know. It's a bad thing. I just. I think we just need to send him just to get his nails done. That's what I do. And I don't care. You could walk in. You could just go, do you have time to take a, to do a nail trim? And they'll go, sure. Yeah. Or come back in 15 minutes. I don't even care. You just want to walk it's... away so you don't hear the dog screaming. Yeah, I was going to say, like the, <laughs> the trauma of it, I would just leave, turn a blind eye, go outside, smoke a heater, and come back in and get the dog. Yeah. Don't smoke, Donna. That's what you're supposed to say, don't remember? Don't smoke. We're supposed to do the PSAs. What are you smoking for? Don't smoke. Stop your smoking. Hey, we have all sorts of great listener rewards in the month of August. You can enter to win gift cards to Chipotle and Chuck and Don's. We've got a Pink Yeti Tumblr, tickets to the Minnesota State Fair. So get registered for our rewards, our rewards. If you're not already, you can listen on the stream at mytalk1071.com or on the app. Download the app. Everybody's doing it. Aw. Hey, uh, if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, you might want to... I link this up for everyone at mytalk1071.com. Um, Amelia Clark and Jason Momoa have... Uh, I guess they met up. I think it was Jason Momoa's birthday. And it's really cute, the two of them um, just posing for pictures. He's holding her. She's sitting on his lap. Huh? He's got a captain's hat on at one point. It's real cute. Check it out. Rocco, did you watch Game of Thrones? I did. I enjoyed you, you finished it. the whole thing? Yeah, I thought it kind of crapped out at the end. but Yeah, they usually do. You know what? I, I forget. I, I also delved into some Apple uh, TV this weekend, and I watched like the first three of Schmigadoon. Are you guys watching that? No. No, no but that, that looks about? funny. I feel like you'd like it, Steve. You like musicals? Yeah, and I like good comedy. Yeah, uh, so far pretty funny. Who's in that? It's, I always forget her name. It's um, Key, first of all, it's Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael Key. And um, she's from SNL, the brunette that's really funny. Yes, Cicely Strong. Yes. Oh, okay. Cecily Strong. Cecily Strong. Yeah, they go into this, it's kind of like the real musical Brigadoon where they kind of go into this magical world. But then this magical world is nothing but a, a musical that's constantly going on. She loves musicals. He doesn't. They're kind of there on a couple's retreat to sort of save their uh, relationship. And huh. it, it's pretty funny. It's a good half-hour comedy one. We'll check it out, yeah. For sure do it. What Apple. streaming service did you say it's on? Apple? Apple? Oh, 
I got a free trial. Oh, awesome, Steve. Hurry yeah. up and cancel before you spend that $5. I have mm-hmm. a reminder set on uh, Thursday to cancel. All right, we'll see you on Twin Cities Live at 3 we'll o'clock today. All right, bye, Steve. Steve see just, you on oh. Twin Cities Live. Yay. See you. See Rocco, I'll too. See you. And then we'll see you back here tomorrow at 9. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Have a great day, everybody.